Welcome to the Occult Rejects. We are two former secret society members who are determined to show the public the truth that occultism has been purposely integrated into every aspect of society, from politics to music, Hollywood and science. This is used to manipulate the public as a whole and to protect the fake elite. The symbols are used all around us to affect world events through public perception, our behavior, and even our future. We will translate the occult so that you have eyes to see. We reject their agenda to give you the tools to save yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Occult Rejects with your hosts Lux and the NY Patriot. And uh, tonight we are very fortunate to have a couple guests on uh, to cover a subject that we've gotten a lot of requests about. Um, months ago, we covered the Gateway Project and the uh, sort of impact on, you know, the MK Ultra program and how that was kind of all connected. And it's been an amazing experience to see the feedback we got from that, but more so, we've got a couple guys on tonight who have got experience firsthand with Gateway, and this is definitely a privilege. So I want to introduce, first off, Justin from the Hidden Gateway podcast. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Um, just real quick, where can people find your stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a YouTube channel, Rumble channel. I'm on BitChute and all your major uh, podcasting uh, platforms. Uh, the Hidden Gateway podcast. I also have a Facebook page and Twitter, Twitter by the way. IG, Instagram, too. Uh, but uh, on, on the show, we cover a, a wide variety of topics, everything from the state of the world to uh, elevating conscience, consciousness, uh, reaching human potential, science, technology, you name it. Um, have been very, very blessed to have some phenomenal guests such as uh, Chris Voss, Dr. Robert Malone, David Icke, Dr. Peter McCullough, Robert Kennedy Jr. And a couple of weeks ago, I actually had Tom Campbell on. Uh, so he kind of ties into what we'll, we will be uh, discussing today. Oh, nice. 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 Well, thanks again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, second off, we have to introduce Robert, who is a listener and uh, has got some experience with Gateway as well. So what's up, Robert? All well, all well. Yes, I had some experience with a gateway uh, uh, program, and it was uh, very useful. I liked the, I liked what I learned, and uh, it was uh, it helped me with some uh, psychic self defense. So I'm glad. I'm looking forward to talking about that. That's cool. interesting. Yeah, the psychic self defense is actually very interesting to me too. Mm. Uh, yeah. And especially in the Golden Dawn, other secret societies and whatnot, they do teach you the importance of psychic self-defense because, you know, the, the way that it's introduced in secret societies is that we're sort of flooded with different uh, vibrations, signals, different um, influences by planetary stuff, etc. And uh, it's important to, to guard yourself from unwanted influences. So, you know, it, when I look at Gateway, I do see a lot of occult stuff. And uh, hopefully you guys will be able to bridge sort of the gap between our world, which is the occult world, um, and what Gateway is. So, yeah, you know what I, I want to add real quick? I just found this to be interesting and pretty cool. Uh, March 17th, which would be tomorrow, was the first episode that we dropped for the Gateway Experience. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and we're recording wow. on the 16th. 
So it was almost that? like a year to the day that we dropped the first episode on the... Because I, when he said a couple of months ago, I was like, you know what? I bet you that shit was close to a year ago. It's going by so fast. Oh and my almost God, a year man. to the fucking date. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, right? That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's even funny that it came out on the 17th as well. 17th. <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy. So, uh, so, first thing I guess I would like to ask you guys is how did you get to know about Gateway? What was, like, the first steps of inquiring about it and um like what were the the first steps or early days of interesting gateway yeah like how did how did um actually maybe we'll start with robert first like yeah how did you even come like come across it or get involved or i guess it's the same thing as people would ask me with the oto i'm interested how did you even get involved with this well basically i was uh I was always been trying to uh, do some uh, auto body experience and astral projection. So I was uh, going through several uh, books, including Robert Bruce with uh, Astral Dynamics, which was very useful as well. But I never was able to do uh, spontaneous. So after listening to several podcasts uh, around the, the web, I uh, came across... Uh, somebody talking about the Monroe Institute. So I looked into it and they had this program called the Gateway Experience. And it was divided into uh, several, uh, what they call waves, which are collections of audios, which have uh, what they call hemi-sync uh, technology, which is basically they, they put one tone in one ear and a slightly different tone in the other. And it causes a, a certain vibration. Uh, that uh, really helps getting you into a trance state real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, a, the, the audio is narr- narrated by uh, Ro- uh, Robert Monroe himself. And he guides, he, it's a, basically a guided meditation. Uh, the first uh, part, you know, they, they teach you how the thing works. Then the, in the second audio, they bring you to a state of uh, mind awake, body asleep. And mm-hmm. and that happens really quick, really quick. Well, that, and, that was something then, that uh, I noticed with it for myself when I realized, like, I only went a few tapes in and I started noticing certain stuff that I, I thought I had experienced in the past with magic and i i realized like right then and there i was like i already think this shit's gonna work and do something so i didn't go any farther but i could already feel like what you were already saying with like the body going to sleep and the mind staying awake i noticed that like pretty quick in Mm -hmm. it goes really quick and uh then they then they uh the third audio they teach you how to uh go even deeper and they go into what it's called the resonant energy balloon which is the, this part I, I was talking about, uh, uh, psychic self-defense, which basically you're building a shield around yourself. And it was very effective. I've, I've had some uh, some occasions to exercise it in self-defense, so I'm, I was very happy with that. And after that, the, the, the other three audios are basically the first one. They try to get you to go into yourself and bring out all your traumas and you know, kind of like therapy. Mm, uh, uh, the fifth uh, audio is where they try to pull you out of your body, you know, try to have you have a spontaneous out of body experience. Unfortunately, I, hmm. I, I never got comfortable enough to do it. 
And the six video is just a free form, uh, the whole audio uh, technique uh, for you to do as you will, you know, whatever you want to explore with yourself. That's as far as I went. Uh, the, the rest of the program is like uh, another six waves and they go really deep. And But I, I've never experienced those, so hmm. I can talk too much about it. I do, I do have the... I looked into it and I do have what they work for. And uh, the first, uh, they, the first, they, they talk about focus. Focus three is the first the step. And then you go into focus 10. That, that's when you go into uh, mind, uh, mind awake, body asleep. Mm. Then the third part is, uh, they call it level, uh, focus 12, which it goes a little bit deeper and, uh, because your awareness, they claim they uh, it goes deeper and uh, more expanded. Then they go into a focus 15, which they call it the no time zone, which uh, there is no time, no sense of uh, time going on. After that, they go into a level uh, focus 21, which is self-discovery, whatever that means. And after that, there are three more levels, uh, focus 23, 25, and 27, which they, uh, they, they say that that's when you start uh, contacting entities. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and just real quick again, you said that was uh, focus 12. You, you said then 21, 25, and 27? 12, 15, 21, 23, 25, and 27. Okay. Yeah, all this is in, in their website. They they talk about it. So cool. It's, there's no secret about it. Right. And right. Uh, <coughs> you uh, you did this because you just off the bat wanted to be able to astral travel. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, just you know, just to uh, learn about myself, the world, the universe. You know, expand my consciousness, mm-hmm. gotcha. and you know, just to learn. Did you have any, uh, just, just interested, did you have any other practices before that that you did, like meditating-wise? Oh, yeah, yeah, all, oh, all okay. my life, so oh, one right. way or another. Uh, I did do the Robert Bruce method, which instead of, he, he, he teaches uh, how to meditate without visualization. Instead, he uses uh, tactile imagination, hmm. which is a lot easier than uh, visualization. Because most people can can't visualize, you know, right. and he developed it for uh, some blind clients of his, and so they could go out of body without visualization. Awesome, it was pretty good too. But again, I, I I can never get comfortable enough, you know. That's my fault. Well, it's it's a it's a heavy thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah. difficult yeah. to get a comfortable, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think visual vis being able to visualize seems to be a, uh, from my experience, even well in the OTO with even practices that Crowley suggested, and with like uh, fucking around with other stuff like other you know books or people's, uh, they always seem to have pushed visualization very yeah. uh, very hard. Like the practices specifically just for you to be able to try to visualize shit with your eyes closed. Yeah, and so most I people can't do it. Yeah. I can I can barely do it. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the things I think that helped me is that for some reason I was able to. Like, to me, it was like, oh, I'm just going to paint a picture with my eyes closed, you know? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I wanted to ask uh, Justin. Why don't we uh, yeah. see what got you like? How did you? Because like I wanted to ask Rob. I found out. I mean, I was obviously he just didn't one day say I want to go on astral travel. He's obviously been doing meditating and doing stuff prior. So uh, what? Like what was? How did you end up getting into Gateway? Well, my gateway journey started back in 2020. Uh, that gateway was actually probably the first meditation uh, oh, wow. that, that I had ever done. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> you it go hard or go home, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I just came in hard, man. Yeah, you did. <laughs> came in swinging for the fences. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know any better, right? Because yeah. it was rec- recommended to me by a good friend. No, I and, can see uh, that easily, too. Like, you would easily put that on and be like, all right, this sounds like home, homeless and, you know, totally fine. Totally. Like, like it's a guided meditation for sure. Like really, if somebody handed me that and said this, yeah, this might help you like feel, you know, better or whatever. I could easily be like, yeah, yeah this sounds like normal shit to me. Like nothing crazy. Exactly. That, that's what I was thinking, but you know, I had no idea what I was in store for. Right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, so I've always considered myself a, a spiritual person, if you will. I, I used to be very religious. I was, you know, raised in the church back in the day, you know, had to go to church when I was a kid, three, four, five times a week. And uh, what, know, what type we, of church was it, if you don't mind me? Uh, Pente- Pentecostal Church of God in Christ. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah, we yeah. have similar backgrounds. Yeah. OK, yeah, me too. Okay. Me too. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So. You know, 2020 rolls around and, you know, everybody knows what happened in 2020, right? The the good old uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> COVID and all this other George Floyd stuff going on. And uh, so I'm sitting at home, was laid off from my job, you know, was laid off, I don't know, mid-March. And uh, again, a good buddy of mine, a really good guy, I, I trust 110%. He's like... Uh, Hey man, what do you think about meditation? I was like, shit, I don't think too much of meditation, man. What's up? And he's like, Hey, I, I learned about this meditation called gateway. So, um, he, he sent me, a um, to a website where I was able to read the CIA documents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was like, wow, okay. Learned about Robert Monroe and everything he had going on back in the day. And so I said, okay, I'm going to give it a go. Right. Uh, <laughs> And I've always been one of those guys as well to, to kind of question things and was kind of into conspiracy theories when, when I was younger and, and still am to this day, if, if that's what you want to call it. I don't even consider them cons- con- yeah, conspiracy right. theories, but mm-hmm. you, you guys know what I'm saying. And uh, I, I remember one time back in 2014, 2015, I was going through some things in life and, uh, you know, I, I just asked for truth. Right. And I heard it was audible, just, just like we're talking. I, you can hear me. I can hear you. Nothing is as it seems. Right. And from that point, I just went through this, through this spiritual journey, if you will, which at some point uh, in 2020 led me to start doing the gateway. So I, I, I was, you know, it was some fear there. I was like, you know, after reading the documents and, and learning about it. And I remember the, uh, the, the first time I did it, I, uh, Went, in, went into my closet, it was nighttime, and, you know, I was in there, and uh, I come out, and I see these red geometrical in nature figures everywhere. They were, like, in all on my walls, and oh. on my wife, I saw them on me. They're, like, everywhere. I didn't, uh, you know, have a bad feeling about it, because I'm, I'm pretty good with, with sensing and, and picking up on different type of energies. It didn't, I was just like, wow, this is, this is different. And, uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. 
Um, I should have said this first. For, for me, I use Gateway as a tool at this point, right? Um, and, and with that being said, sometimes, uh, you know, each experience sometimes comes, comes with a lesson. Oh, and yeah, you, yeah and I, I really believe that you must have the awareness to to pick up on a lesson. And I was actually able to obtain that awareness by deepening my relationship with the source. Mm. And what I've learned from my my church background, again, I, I don't subscribe to any religion at this point. I don't, you know, um, don't, don't get into all that. But one thing I've learned and that has been true to me is the the source is is of the light and the light serves a purpose and the purpose is definitely attainable for for those who put in the work so um you know having that awareness and, and understanding uh the light's purpose therefore i'm used by the light to to fulfill its purpose so um part of this also involves being very vulnerable and uh, having an open mind and having the ability to control fear as well which which plays a huge part and um, which uh, <laughs> I went skydiving in 2020 also, also, uh, sat with ayahuasca for three nights, man. And uh, oh, I definitely shit. learned a little, little something about control and fear, but, uh, right. but again, that first night doing gateway, I saw those red shapes kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, it, it was, you know, it took a while, man, several weeks before I actually had my, my first out of body experience, you know? Um, and, and then when that happened, I, I just remember being suspended in, you know, I, I really don't know what it was, maybe another dimension, but it, it looked and felt like space. And I was just there. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought maybe I was like in between somewhere and I didn't fully make it to wherever I could have gone. But, uh, man, I've had some pretty, pretty wild experiences, man, that I, I would love to get into and, and share with you guys um, doing, doing sure. this gateway. But again, you know, it was introduced to me by a friend and uh, without doubt has, has been life changing for me. And, you know, when it, when it comes to the meditation stuff, when it comes to, to gateway, I, I kind of came from a background of like Buddhism before I even got into occultism and, and, you know, they, they always kind of tell you tread lightly, dip your toe in, you know, meditate for 10 minutes, then 20, then 30. And I went through all those things, went through the, the occult experience and then, you know, doing the first couple of tapes from gateway, I got to tell you that it is almost like a hack it it just really it's like throwing it into the deep end um and not necessarily in a bad way but it's it's definitely a shortcut to a lot of these long-term meditation practices and uh like techniques so what was it like for you guys to sort of like what were those first couple tapes like um robert if you want to start off Okay, the first tape, they just introduced you to what, uh, how uh, the technique works. So you just get to relax and get your mind very calm, but nothing major happens. On the second tape, you do go into a deep relaxation and your body goes asleep. I actually was wearing my, my smartwatch and it uh, recorded me as being asleep. So, yes, my body went asleep while my mind was awake. And you feel the vibrations going on real hard. And it's scary at first, but, you know, after you do it a few times, you expect the vibrations. You go to the ohm, and you feel it all, all over your body. It's very strong. And, uh, you know, 
you can really get into it real quick. On the third tape, that was the most uh, impressive, which was with when you, they teach you to do the the the, the shielding, the mm-hmm. uh, resonant energy bubble balloon, they call it, and you know you you do feel you know a little protected. I I did have a uh, one time I woke up to a to a hag attack, to a night hag. And I instinctually threw out the uh, uh, did the the resonant balloon, and that thing just went out the window flying. I yeah. could feel her, I could see her, and I could hear her. You know, three senses. So there's no way it was my imagination. And that thing just went, you know, like crazy out of the window. And a cup another time. Uh, something stuck a finger down my throat. Oh, jeez! While I was, uh, yeah, wow. and I did the same thing, and the defense worked. It went away. There's something to it, absolutely. And uh, well, the rest of the program was, uh, you know, pretty much the same. Uh, I wasn't able to do any uh, spontaneous. I mean, um, directed. Uh, out-of-body experiences or astral experiences, but I did have them spontaneously during this period that I was really intensely practicing uh, the gateway experience. So, yes, I did have these... uh, uh, I did feel the effect, which uh, worked a lot uh, stronger than any other um, technique I tried. So, yes... um, I got up to the third tape myself, and that's as far as I went. But uh, again, like I, I, what I thought was really impressive is like I know you mentioned it a few times, and I'm, I mentioned it before. But the whole mind awake and body being asleep, I, I really can't stress oh, yeah. how how much. Like I like 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 Lux had said, it's like a hack that happened real fucking easily for me. By the time I got to that one, then if I you know because myself even in magic when i would try to do that stuff on my own you know i would try to actually you know make my body like disappear or try to like black mm-hmm. out like my you know myself and uh it would take <coughs> a hell of a lot more work if it would even happen right you know what i'm saying and with this like like i'll put it this way like sometimes i would even have to try to visualize like my own like, I would try to think of myself as being, like, made out of sand, and I would, like, be visualizing, like, my feet blowing into, like, the wind as, like, a way to try to tell my brain that my wow. feet are fucking gone now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually trying to paint a picture in my mind to make my brain think that this shit's real. With these tapes, I didn't have to. It was just, like, if you just followed them and kind of did what you did, at one point I realized, like, yo, it literally just feels like my head's on this bed and that's it. Yeah, and I was like, yo, that's something that would have taken me a hell of a lot more work to get at. Right. Yeah, I, I agree, man. The, the gateway, you know, is definitely a hack. Like, like I said earlier, at, at this point, I, I use it as a tool. And um, that visual, visualization is is huge, man. Um, just visualizing and, and setting an att- intention is, is something that I do before each and every um, each and every time before I, I, I go into my closet to to have an experience, um, 
I remember, um, well, I, I told you guys about the the first out of body when I was, you know, in, in what felt and looked like space. Mm. Uh, the, the second experience was I, I remember being um, doing the meditation. This was during the daytime was in the morning, uh, probably about eight in the morning, uh, came out of my closet. I didn't have out of body experience during during the meditation this time. However, I then came out, came out of my closet, laid down on my bed fell asleep. I think I was asleep for about five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. And then I woke up and, mm-hmm. you know, you know how when you wake up, your, your vision can be a bit, bit blurry for, for a second or two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I looked and right in front of me, I, it was this geometrical sacred geometry that just appeared. It like formed instantly. You know, it, it was, it was black and it just, it just formed. You could just see the lines just forming and it like in an instant it was there. Then all of a sudden I was out of body. So I went from laying on my bed, my body was in the bed, but then I was standing, I guess my spirit at, at in front of my, in, in front of my closet. And I was thinking to myself, Oh shit. And I got kind of nervous. <laughs> and then I just went back in the body. It was so, it was like surreal. It, it was, it was crazy. And then um, I think a few weeks later, I, I had my, my third experience where I went out of body and I actually went to my buddy's house, the guy who introduced me to the gateway. And um, I told him about it and I said, hey, man, I think I, I, I paid a visit last night and he told me to describe what he saw, what I saw rather. And it was it was to the T. You know, and that kind of had me, that made me even more curious mm. and uh, just just bought about uh, a lot of questions. And then from there, man, I tell you, things got really crazy after that. Um, I I had an experience with, with someone who is now a good friend. Um, I, I saw and, and, and I think I, I think I understand the purpose of that, the lesson in that one. Um, I, I saw what I believe to be. Uh, a symbolic or, or a symbol of, of the whore of Babylon in, in New York. I know oh. I reached out to you earlier today to, to <laughs> you know, right. so you could point me in the right direction to, to view you and uh, Lux's uh, series on that. But uh, man, I was, so I was mm. doing the meditation and I, I went somewhere and I'm, I'm in this dimension, if you will. And probably about 20 feet in front of me, was this female, or at least what I thought was a female? Nice shape, look really, really good from the back, man. Like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, like, you're supposed to. Good. Like, you know, like one of those you look at and you say, "Damn, okay, okay." Uh, but I, then I approach this figure and I get about two feet from her. This thing then turns around, and it was the most craziest, ugliest, disgusting face that I have ever seen. It was like half freaking alien. The face was half freaking alien, half reptile, half monster. Never seen anything about it. And I'm not the type of person that gets excited easily. Well, I was excited when I saw her, but from the the back, but, (laughs) but, you know, I I just, I'm just, I don't get excited easily, but I, then I was just like, Whoa. And then I, then I snapped out of it. So I'm trying to, and I've been trying to, and, and seeking, you know, truth in regards to, to what that meant. I think I have an idea and I think it's just, uh, my purpose. It ties in, I should say to my purpose here, but, um, 
that that was that was pretty pretty crazy as well, man. That was that was pretty crazy. And, and another thing that this this gateway meditation, this guided meditation, has um, bought in my life is a higher sense of awareness. Right. So uh, I'm talking clairvoyance, clairaudience, uh, communicating with with spirits that have passed on, uh, family members, etc. Um, increased visions as well. I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I have always had those things, but again, um, as we all do, you know, I believe, I believe a lot of people do, but I, I think with this, doing this meditation amongst others, because I'm actually not doing it right now. I rotate them. So I haven't done the gateway now in about a couple, about two months or so, but um, this has really set me on a path of, 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 of awareness and, and greater in, intuition of uh, and understanding, you know, who I am and what, what lives within, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Could you go into, even just for a second, uh, not to focus on it too much, but just you, you kind of gave a description roughly of the face. Um, I'm just curious, could you try and give a, a bit more detail about that? Yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind, you guys remember that movie from back in the day, um, Creature from the, I think, the Blue or Black Lagoon? yeah. I think so. Okay. So like picture that face with like snakes and worms coming out its mouth and those type bug, bug or fish eyes. Um, And, and I remember seeing colors on its, on its face of, of like red, I'm talking red, green and black and, and blue and uh, just a very distorted face, maybe like, uh, burns on its face of maybe the third or fourth degree nature. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was wild, man. It was, it was wild. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's why we had a, uh, hmm. we had a fan on today at, earlier that talked about like a weird experience that they had with like a, a female figure involved as well. That's so weird. Yeah. And that's definitely a lot of symbology there with the fact that you saw it in one way. And then upon getting closer to it, you realized that when it turned around, it was something totally different. There's a lot of symbology there. And nothing is sure. as it seems. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, that, that is true. <laughs> that is the truth. I, I will say, yeah. you guys don't know, but I'm um, probably not. But that is actually, I think one of you has mentioned it before. Was it you, Robert, that when you, you said that you remember? Was it you who said that line before? What about the succubus? Uh, something yeah. to do with uh, yeah, okay. you, nothing is as as it seems. I remember one of you. Oh, that was me. Okay, that, yeah. that, that was me. Yeah, okay. that that happened about uh, 2014, 2015. Yeah, where where I came in from work, it was a long day. I had some things going on in my personal life as well, so I just got to the point where you know I was like, "Damn, what do I need to do to make life better?" Right, and mm-hmm. so I go upstairs in my room. I sat on my bed. This is. First thing coming in from work, close my door. And I said, Father, you know, this is when I was into the Christianity thing. Right? I said, Father, God, uh, you know, I want to know truth. And, and then that's when I heard it. Nothing is as it seems, you know. So. That's interesting. Mm. Uh, one of the first, uh, you know, times I had, like, I, I believe to be somewhat of like a magical experience. I started to question, like, uh, you know, the OTO, which is you know, ceremonial magic itself. Uh, started questioning that or like what is it you know really going on and uh you know what is this really all about and i remember in one of the initiations that i did that was a line i think almost verbatim that they do tell you uh, i mean like i've mentioned before 
I think they tell you three times in a row, uh, nothing is as, as it seems. Wow. You know, but I, I remember that them pushing that like almost verbatim, like in like uh, one of their degrees. And uh, it's funny how like that popped into my head and uh, made me stop going there. <laughs> You know, it's just funny how, like, that was, like, an epiphany kind of for you, and it was, like, for me in a sense that the same exact thing, really, that nothing is as, as I thought it was uh, also stopped making me go to the OTOs. And I tell you what, New York, I take that literal, like, nothing, man, yeah. anything, you know, nothing whatsoever, man. You name it, it is, it's not as it seems, man. I mean, all you have to do is just change a few couple of beliefs and that will realign and change everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know, or yes, not, not even beliefs. It's kind of like knowings at that point, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what yes. makes the difference is between a belief and a faith and a knowing, you know, there's a big mm-hmm. difference, I think, in all that. Uh, so I did want to ask, uh, maybe like get some more of a, more out there experience from one of you guys. Well, I can tell you some of my out of body experiences. Yeah, yeah, I did want to get to um, that too. So, if you're willing to talk yeah, about that, sure. Yeah, one uh, one of them <laughs> was uh, basically similar to what Justin was saying. I went out of my uh, room, but in this case, everything was different. This the topography was the same, but it, everything was. Um, Pastel colors, oh, that's you know, interesting. A mm. pink and you know, very pretty, very uh, uh, you know, very intensely happy. Even though it was the middle of the night, hmm. and it was it was exactly the same uh, landscape because I live out out in the in the boondocks, you know, in the country, and you know the mountains and the hills, they were all pink. And, uh, you know, that was very interesting. Another time I flew out of my room and the cat saw me fly, fly <laughs> out. He followed me. Wow. And uh, <laughs> that was interesting. And Cats, I remember, man. Yeah. I've actually had I'm some weird telling. experiences with mine, so I, I can. Yeah. My, my, my mom's cat is, like, very conscious of everything going on. And, um, yeah. I've had a, I, I can say I have had about eight uh, experiences that I can, uh, very, I can, I cannot explain otherwise uh, as than as a out of body experience or a natural experience. I've had a lot of experiences, but you know, I can always say, yeah, that was a dream. That was a, a you know, a lucid dream. The way I describe it, a dream is like going to the movies. A lucid dream is like going to a play, but mm-hmm. an astral projection in a in a out of body experiences is like walking out of the theater and into the street. Yeah, you know? yeah, that, that, I've, that's I've kind the of level it. of uh, of awareness you have in these de- these three different experiences, and uh, I mean they're all related, but they're just different levels. That's yeah. what I think. I, yeah. I can I, I think I can agree with the way you're actually like for myself. Anytime I've ever had like kind of any like weird experiences, uh, it did seem like that. Uh, like I was, my body was not there. Like I was viewing stuff. Also, mm-hmm. 
Um, and I've even had like an experience like like Justin mentioned with like being in outer space. And they, it does seem like you go into like deeper levels of uh, I don't know removal. It's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. yeah. and there's also this sense uh, in those states, you feel as though they're very real and almost yeah. like um, a slightly altered version of the current reality, but it feels just as real as the current reality that you're in. Um, in my opinion, it's, it's weird. It's like, um, just, yeah, like a a slightly altered version of Mm -hmm. what we consider to be real. And Justin, I was curious with you with, with during those times, you know, when you are creating this, you know, psychic balloon, do you feel as though if you would not have had that balloon or that protection, or like this, even some methods I've heard where you're, you're putting all your fears and your concerns into like this chest and you're closing the chest before you start the gateway experience. Do you think that if you would have not had that, that it could have been a much more dark experience? But like, do you, I guess what I'm asking is how important is that psychic bubble for a gateway? Oh, I, I believe it's extremely important. Uh, it is definitely a key um, in regards to protection. Uh, for, for myself personally, I actually take it a step further before I actually uh, go into my sacred place to do the meditation. I have this ritual of sorts that I go through that involves uh, incense, sage, palto uh, santo. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, sage grass, uh, sweet grass, I'm sorry. And uh, I've developed uh, another thing that I did in in 2020 or or maybe early 21 was uh, develop a relationship with Archangel Metatron as well. So um, I I call on Metatron to to also guide me and protect me and to be with me um, during during my travels. And uh, I I had an experience uh, one time where I went out of body. And I was in this place. It, it felt like it was just a black place. But then I saw um, a, a family member of mine standing next to this figure, this entity, if you will, that was at least eight feet, nine feet tall, eight to nine feet in height. Hmm. And uh, it, it looked like a, uh, my, the best way for me to describe it, it looked like a, um, like an African warrior. So it, it had, it, like had brown skin, but it was, but it was like a totem pole, you know, that like a, imagine a, uh, damn, what is it called? Like a, a tree man or something along those lines. Right. Uh, and, uh, this, this family, the, the green man, uh, you said what? The green man. Have you ever heard yeah. of that? <laughs> no, no, no. Like a great, uh, Groot warrior. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> this thing was huge. It had the, the face paint on and everything. And, this family member was standing next to this thing. It, it had its its arm uh, around uh, my family member, and um, the family family member was was definitely in in a lot of fear, very scared, and, and very worried and concerned. Next thing I know, this thing attacks me. It like reached out towards me. I don't know if it. I think it tried to stab me or, or, or do something, you know, it just, it went to strike me. And I, I just remember kind of having a feeling of, of fear. I kind of, I freaked out a bit and all I knew 
what to do or all I could think of to do in that moment was to call on Archangel Metatron. And that's what I did. And I kid you not, out the corner of my eye, I see this angel flying in at probably three to 500 miles per hour. It was going so fast, went right in front of me, made contact with this entity, and this thing was gone instantly. It wasn't even a fight. And then from there, the family member was freed. Um, And then I could tell that uh, the family member had this sense of peace or, or belief. So that was, that was like, that was early on. Yeah, that was, yeah, I think that was late 2020. But uh, just circling back to your question. Yeah. I, I think it's very important to, to have uh, protection to, to command or ask for protection uh, before, you know, entering your, your experience or your travels. You have to have it because, you know, there's so many things out there, man. Just, I mean, it's, it's endless in regards to what you can, you can come in contact with. And uh, one thing that I notice as well is when, when I come in contact with these uh, different uh, entities uh, during my travels, I always ask them, you know, um, are you of the light? And, you know, some of them say yes. And then some of them, some of them don't answer. And what I've learned, the ones that that don't answer are are not of the light. For some reason, I think that the the entities that are, you know, the dark arts or are, are, are into the darkness or, or whatever you will, they they don't like that. <laughs> they get very disturbed by that question, and then they just they just go away, you know. But they they do try me. But yeah, I always do that. I always definitely ask them, "Are you of the light?" And again, some will say yes. Uh, and, and it's not verbal. It's it's like this this uh, telepathic communication almost, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, you, you have to be protected without without doubt. You know that this really reminds me. Like, doesn't this like doesn't this remind you a lot of just banishing in itself? Like what you would do for a yeah, exactly. I wanted to ask right. Justin. Do you mind? Uh, I was just surprised to hear you say the name. Where did you even come across Metatron? Like, how did that become something that you incorporated? Um, you know, so you know, obviously, with the uh, the whole the story in the in the Bible with with Enoch, and uh, the the uh, um, you know we you know we we all know the story of Enoch once he went you know made to heaven he ascended in God. Uh, turned him or made him into uh, Metatron, which which is essentially, um, for what I've learned, the the same as uh, Archangel Michael mentioned in, in Revelations. Um, but uh, the same the same friend who introduced me to the Gateway Experience, uh, he uh, informed me of uh, told me told me about about Metatron. He's he's gifted himself, uh, if you will, and. Uh, He's been in, been dealing with the spiritual world for, man, 20 plus years, man, you know, a long time. And uh, he, he has some, some special gifts that he uses. And so he was able to uh, recognize uh, Metatron uh, being in my life and uh, around me, uh, I guess, I guess forever, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. uh, in this world and, and before, before I made it here. And, um, uh, I, I just started from there, just started doing research and, uh, you know, I, I have this, this, this thing where I can, I can sense energy and, you know, my wife 
she she actually heard she actually sees spirits. And I remember one time we were on the back porch talking about just spirituality and and you know different dimensions and in the gateway experience or whatnot. Then I then I mentioned um, Archangel Metatron, and then she says he he appeared, you know, behind me. Said he, the guy was about the angel. The guy, <laughs> the angel was <laughs> my boy. He was about yeah, about uh, as tall as a, a freaking skyscraper building, man. You know, and he was just like standing at guard. So, um, I've had some unique, unique uh, experiences with with Metatron. So yeah, it was interesting. That's what I, I always try and tell New York Patriot: the Bible is so much more occult mm-hmm. than people really you know kind of see right off the bat it's like the uh it's like you know it's like the gateway drug of the occult really because there's so much <laughs> hidden stuff in there that people just kind of miss it or, or don't want to really talk about it don't want to address it exactly. at least in my experience yeah. kind of the psalms are church. crazy man well Metatron, the psalms, go ahead Robert. the psalms are the psalms uh in the bible are basically spells you know i've heard people if say you that. read them they're very, there's a lot of protection. Uh, oh, I know a lot of people who use them for that, for yeah. sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's huge, oh, yeah. actually, especially Absolutely. in witchcraft and, and other stuff, ceremonial magic. Yeah, Santeria and all that has to do with, uh, with, uh, with the Christianity uh, mixed in with uh, uh, other faiths. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember I took some, uh, I, I read some uh, magical uh, instructions. And the guy said that whenever you're uh, expressing your will onto, for example, if you're doing some candle magic, you can express it by talk, uh, speaking in tongues. Hmm. Just like the, you know, when you're in a Pentecostal church, you speak in tongues, and that's a way to impress upon the, uh, the candle all your emotional uh, strength to make the spell a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, Christianity is basically just a, another magical system. Yeah, interesting. You know, even from my own experience with like uh, you know, practicing magic, uh, what, there was a couple of books that I read, you know, about sigils just to get my own idea of what they're about. Um, that were like even recommended from like, I think, you know, people within the OTO or like people I knew that like I thought that like kind of you know, like knew their shit. And uh, options in there, like, that seems to be, uh, was a trend in every other book that I, I read, was to, um, you know, when you want to make your sigil, you could also turn it into a mantra. And another way to do that would be, you know, you could take out certain letters as well and just kind of make up your own shit. But it means the same line, but you're just saying it differently. It means something to you and just sounds weird to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that you would repeat over and over and over again. And, like, kind of imprinting, I guess, whatever you drew as well, if you wanted, imprinting that into your mm-hmm. mind to try to program yourself. And uh, I find that, that it's just uh, it's interesting that I, I think, you know, how do we not know that that's not what's going on sometimes when we see people, you know, supposedly speaking in tongues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I went to a Pentecostal uh, church. And we would go into these trance of uh, speaking in tongues, and it was extremely emotional. There was so much energy there, and uh, I remember coming out of a uh, of a 
um, what do you call it, a ceremony? Uh, I don't even know what to call them anymore. And we were speaking in tongues. We really got into it. And I came out of there. I was trembling with so much mm. energy. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Oh, you know, real quick, yeah. I did want to mention. I've had similar experiences with that, too. Real, real quick, I just did want, I wanted to mention uh before we got off of Metatron, I just I did want to say like I don't know if you knew that, but like you know anything with the Kabbalah, uh, Justin? You know I I, I don't I've, oh, okay. I that's something I I need or I want to read and and, and learn about. Um, you know I'm, I'm aware of it, but I haven't I haven't you know made that dive into it yet. You know, uh, wow. but that that is definitely on my on my list. And I, I also wanted to ask you guys because he's you guys up there. He's up another, there in that shit. In the Kabbalah, he's Metatron yeah. is like the the he falls on Kether right before God, like he's up there. Mm-hmm. So that, that's right. what that's why I was surprised to hear it because, you know, you know, normally I've only heard of it really in ceremonial magic. People really talk about Metatron for that reason, you know. Well, and, and that's the thing too is that all the stuff that we learn in uh, ceremonial magic, that is totally predated, right? with the Bible because you see the names of, of Metatron or um, the order of Melchizedek, which we find in occult terms centuries later, but it, or it originates from the Bible and from mostly the first five books, which would be the Torah. So it's weird to see mm-hmm. how these two things, you know, the, the Bible or even Judaism intersect with ceremonial magic so much time, uh, like, later on you know so there's definitely a message that's being told there about these figures these entities or energies and um i was just kind of curious you know like based it sounds like you guys have had some really impactful times with gateway how much would you say that it's impacted your life as far as um uh, like a long-term impact like has there been an instance where you've been doing gateway and it's given you insight that totally will change your behavior in the future man that's that's a great question lux it really is um as i mentioned earlier uh i've I've definitely have become more aware of of my gifts if you will in regards to uh you know clairvoyance um, and clear audience etc and um, what I, what I do it do now, um, you know, and, and again, I was made aware of this, this awareness came back in 2020, but, uh, what I, what I began to do is, uh, start coaching people and counseling people, if you will, you know, people in need, right. Using those gifts. Uh, I used to be a part of, uh, various Facebook groups where I would provide readings to people. Um, and, and even yet, and still, I, I still do that to this day as, as well, even though I'm not in these, in these groups. In fact, I, I started an organization last year called Tangelic, and I, I really plan to get it up off the ground uh, this year to where it is a, a coaching, mentoring, and, and healing organization. So um, obviously became aware of these gifts doing, doing Gateway. It kind of bought it out, if you will, and I plan to move forward for the rest of my days here um, helping people um, any way I can. And in those that, that truly need help, Not everybody that says they need help truly doesn't need help, but people who, who truly need help. I, I feel as if I'm 
one of one of my reasons or, or, or my purpose here is to serve, to, to give back, right? And so as I continue to do gateway and, and have these experiences and collect information in the uh, in the spiritual world, and I definitely plan to sit with ayahuasca more and collecting information, um, I'm going to turn around and, and use it for the greater good. So that's that's definitely one way um, that it, it has definitely changed my life. And I also want to tell you guys a, a, another kind of <clears throat> wild experience I had that kind of goes along the same lines of this. Uh, I remember I typically do gateway at night every once in a while, every blue moon, I do it in the morning. Uh, this happened about a year ago. It was February of 2021. And uh, I believe I didn't do gateway the previous night. So here we are. It's morning time. I'm laying in my bed. It's a Saturday morning. Um, I, I get up out of the bed to go into my closet um, in my closet uh, is, is what I, is my closet is what I consider my sacred space where I have this this altar, you know, set up. I have my Metatron cubes, I have my crystals and all these other other things in there. And uh, so I, I go in there to, to lay down and I noticed that my my pillow wasn't in there because I lay down on my back. So I get up, come back into my room. And by this time, my wife is awake. And uh, well, I, I missed a part. My bad. So I, when I went into the closet, I heard, you're going to Utah. So I'm thinking, what the hell? Going to Utah? What is this all about, right? It's like the spirit spoke and said, you're going to Utah. So I was thinking about that. And went into my closet. The pillow wasn't there. I come back out to get a pillow. And by this time, my wife was awake. And she just, she says to me, where are you going? And I thought, thought that was very odd. Like, damn. Like, what do you, and I, you know, I was just told that I'm going to Utah. And then for her to say that, I was like, man, that's no coincidence. Right. I wasn't dressed like I was about to leave out the door or anything. You know, I was still in my, my, my loungewear. So from there, I told her, I don't know. We'll see. So I go in my closet. I start the meditation. And then about 20 minutes in, I, I'm taken or I go to this place. It's wintertime snowing everywhere and I'm at a lake right um, at this lake outdoor area and I see this guy at at the lake and he was cold naked and afraid oh. and he's like really bug bugging out right and so I approach him to see what's going on and I then start to communicate with him okay and it's it's not verbal again it's this telepathy type of communication. And he begins to tell me that he wants to end his life. He said he's going to jump in the lake. He doesn't know how to swim. And, you know, he's, he told me he's been having, having problems with his, with his girl. They were together. They have a couple kids and they've been together a couple years and it was coming to an end. She was talking about kicking him out the house and all this stuff. And we were going back and forth. I was damn near begging him not to do this. And then, so I kind of calmed him down a bit. And then, you know, I, I remember transferring energy from my spirit to him to keep him warm. It was really crazy. I just transferred some energy to keep him warm because he was obviously freezing out there. And then, you know, you, you could tell that was comforting to him. And then I told him, I said, you have to call the police. You need help. Call the police. He didn't want to call the police. Doesn't like the police. And I said, no, I'm not calling the cops. I'm not calling the cops. I said, man, call the cops. I finally talked him into calling the cops. So now the, the meditation, right, 
Monroe's voice comes on and I hear it. So I'm like, damn, this meditation is, is about to come to an end, you know? And I, I was like, damn, I'm not, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be back in body before the cops get here. So I'm just like, man, I hope this thing doesn't end. Cause I knew as soon as, you know, Monroe said his thing and it ended, I was going to be back in body. But um, so I remember seeing about five or six cop cars, man, the sirens and everything. So they, they come, you know, and, and I, I remember just saying, oh, good. I, I felt this sense of relief. Like, okay, he's going to be okay. Sweet. All right. That was it. I'm back, back in body, come out my closet, talking to my wife, telling her what happened. Okay. Fast forward about four to six weeks. My friend, he tells me, Hey, I have this guy who I want you to mentor. He's been going through some issues. I'm like, okay. You know, um, you know, say, hey, let's schedule a Zoom, schedule a Zoom with him. So like a week later, I, I get on the Zoom call with the dude. And kid you not, it was the same guy that I saw at the lake during my out-of-body experience. I just, I like, I saw him and I just, I just like froze, like, oh my God. And of course, I'm not going to say, hey man, was that you at the lake like six weeks ago? Like, <laughs> you know, we just <laughs> met. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say that. I never, I never mentioned it to him. You know, I never mentioned it to him, but I, I mentioned it to my friend, you know, and this guy was, he was homeless. Um, you know, he, he gets, you know, during our Zoom, he, he tells me that, you know, he, he had, just like at, I saw at the lake or we, we talked at the lake that he has had issues with this girl and she kicked him out. Now he's homeless, living out of his van. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, and all this other stuff. So anyway, I, I then... I, I t wound up telling my friend about that experience. So my friend tells, tells the guy, he says, you know what? I think Justin met you before, man, something about Utah or something like that. And uh, so we, like a week later, we, we do another zoom call and you know, these zoom calls are just me trying to help him out, talk life into him, do whatever I can for him to get him back on track and focus, et cetera. And he goes, hey, man, um, your buddy, and I'm not going to say his name. He's like, your buddy, he told me that uh, that you, we, me, we may have met before in Utah. And I was like, oh, shit. No, he didn't tell him this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then he, I, I, I said, yeah, man, I had to, I do this meditation called The Gateway. Um, and uh, it's a guided meditation. And I, I've been having these out-of-body experiences. And I went to this lake, and I saw you. Then I, I asked him, like, kind of very gingerly or, or, you know, slowly, like, you know, was that you? He's like, yeah, man. He is like my wife and I, or my girl and I, they moved from Texas to Washington state. And on the way they stopped in Utah and they were like arguing the whole way. And he knew that once they got back to Washington, that, you know, he was, you know, going to not have anywhere to live and this and that, and the next. And he, he, he said, yeah, I remember, having this experience at the lake where I was at the lake, naked, afraid, cold and scared where these thoughts were just coming to me. And it was just like something very odd that speaking in third that I had never experienced before. And I said, well, I'll be down, you know, um, now to this day, this guy, man, I'm happy to, to report that he's, he's really gotten his life together. He is no longer homeless. He, he has a place. He's at his place, man. Uh, I don't know, shit, eight, nine months now he, he's working and life is just improved. In fact, he hit me up yesterday. He just got a new job uh, making even more money. So 
Um, it, it just feels good to uh, be able to help people like that. Um, and a lot of it has come from me doing the gateway and having these experiences with gateway where something greater than us all has uh, connected he and I, and I've been able to make a difference in his life. So that's impressive stuff. Damn. Do you feel that because of, because of, uh, I mean, to, to an extent, I think that's like kind of like reason why me and Lux also have our show because from our experiences, we do want to try to help other people. Um, but from like the experiences that you had with like gateway and stuff, maybe, you know, I could ask both of you is this, have you found it, um, easier for you to like kind of create or come up with ideas or just like, uh, I don't know how to really put yeah. my finger on it, but like, you know, you know, like sometimes, you know, I think, uh, Justin, you mentioned it before, you know, you get like these downloads and like, I, I hate even using that phrase cause it just sounds so cheesy, but, uh. From my experience, you do kind of, like, you do get this, like, I would get, like, this fluttering of, like, ideas and knowledge sometimes when I would fuck around with this shit. And, uh... And things are sharper. Yeah, and it just makes, uh, make me very creative. Yep. You know? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I I find my, my instincts to be a lot sharper, and, uh, yeah, I can, I can understand people better. You know? I get a sense of what they're saying beyond what their words are. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, everything's sharper. Slightly, but noticeably sharper. Yes. Nice. Okay. Good. And, and Justin, you said the same thing, right? Oh, absolutely, man. My creativity has been through the roof. And not only that, but my my ability my ability to express myself as well. Um, just, and I say that just based off how I was raised, man, I was, uh, I went through a lot of abuse from my, my father as a, in, as a kid in my youth, man, he was, he was this Marine who was an alcoholic and, uh, his, his mantra when raising my brother and I was, uh, a child is to be seen and not heard. Right. So that took away a lot of my self-expression as well as creativity and, uh, caused me sure. to, um, have communication issues as a child and also into adulthood. But, uh, you know, uh, there, there's certain things I've asked for, you know, since I have, uh, since I started gateway, um, knowing that, um, anything is possible and it, it took a lot of healing, um, uh, some shadow work, but, uh, you know, everything has, has just been phenomenal, uh, in, into me, uh, being able to express myself, you know, even like doing my podcast, man, if you would ask me a couple of years ago, would I do a podcast? Like, hell no, dude. I was like this <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> introvert dude, man. You know, so for me to be doing that, man, oh, is, fuck yeah. is, is unbelievable. Right. And I, I definitely attribute a lot of that to the gateway, man, because it, it opened me up to a whole nother world, you know, a whole nother realm where, you know, which ties into what I was told back in 2014, nothing is as it seems. And me just having all these different experiences and knowing that anything is possible. So, um, you know, I, I definitely believe that, you know, we are creators, you know, I, I think that, well, I know that there is this higher consciousness and we are all a part of that. Well, not us all because everything that you see walking around here with, two legs and two arms aren't necessarily human, but for <laughs> us, <laughs> that's all another conversation, but, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, 
I just think that, uh, you know, we all are creators. We're all part of this, this greater consciousness having a, uh, I guess you could say, you know, whatever we want to call it, source, consciousness, God, we're, we're all gods having a, a human experience or spirits having a human experience. I think I like how that sounds best. So, and, and with that just comes a lot of creativity because, you know, the consciousness is the creator, the creator, the, the ultimate creator. So. Yeah. It's almost like I've had experiences where it almost seems like uh, I get more genuine thoughts now too, as well. Hmm. You know, and because I, I think like even, you know, like as you mentioned, again, nothing is, is as it seems right um, with certain, you know, experiences that I started to have with magic. I think once I was able to also accept things that I kind of uh, believed or, or knew now that might have been hard to swallow. Like you even said, like sometimes you might learn lessons like you might learn shit that maybe it might be a little hard for you to want to comprehend or accept. Man, mm. yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, that shit can fuck you up. But, um, I, I, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> well, something that I was going to point out is everything the way that you just described the, it's like this accelerated, um, ambition or imagination or drive memory, things like that. It really reminds me of what happened, um, to me. I'm sure New York Patriot probably has a similar experience, but after the initiation that we had, or at least that I had, um, maybe he agrees that there was like a similar effect. So it does almost seem like there's some type of initiation aspect to gateway. Um, Mm -hmm. it's interesting because yeah, it's the same thing that I experienced. Everything you just described the days after initiation, I experienced them, and I, I, I can't say that they've ever completely gone away, even though I, I don't practice magic in the same way that I used to. So that's uh, that's pretty interesting. It's almost like once you cross the abyss or once you go into this other realm or state of being, that something changes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Life has changed forever. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yes. I think from my experience, it will be a life changing experience. If like you said, if my opinion, if you actually have like a real magical effect or I guess like maybe a real like fully detached experience, like maybe you're having with the gateway, uh, I think you'll probably have to look at reality totally differently to even try to make sense of it. Absolutely. You go through this (laughs) process deprogramming right because we're programmed from the moment we come out of our mother's yes, womb, right yes that's With, that's why i was saying before more authentic TV thoughts sorry no no go ahead man go ahead that's, no yeah, that's why just, i was saying more like, more authentic thoughts and it's, that's exactly what you're saying right now as soon as you came out you've been programmed and that's what i was getting at like i mm-hmm. think this shit strips away a lot of that so go ahead yes Yes. Yeah. That, that's, that's all it was, man. Just, you go through this deprogramming. Once you go to these uh, other dimensions and, and come in contact with these entities and you, you do these out of body experiences in your home or wherever you, you, you go, it's, you know, you start to question a lot and you, you see these different things. And then you realize once again, nothing is as it seems. And then for me, from there, I went to, well, damn, anything is possible. And <laughs> uh, just going back to uh, my childhood experiences, receiving a lot of uh, physical trauma, abuse and, and psychological trauma and abuse at the hands of my father. There were, there were times that I questioned, damn, would I ever, you know, be normal or, or, or go through a healing process. Cause you know, it was a point where I, I didn't really know that 
I had some issues I had to deal with. And then I, I realized it in, in my twenties, but damn, like, how do I work through that? You know? And at that time, man, I, it's like, Hey man, I'm not going to see a therapist. I'm not, you know, just twenties, you know, uh, or whatever, but, um, going through that gateway process and, and, uh, learning about truth that again, uh, man, it just takes you to a whole nother level, you know, being guided by the spirit. Like for me, man, I, I always, if, if I'm anything, man, today in this moment, now I'm truth, right. Um, having the spirit of truth, freedom and liberation is, is just so, so important to me. And without doubt, my experience is doing gateway has, has helped me get to, to where I am now, even though I, I have a long way to go, man, it, it's, it's a, it's a forever journey, right? Oh, yeah. you, you're, you're always growing, always unfolding, always no, learning new things, etc. But, um, I, I can't speak enough to, to how it's, it's had a, a positive effect upon my life and, and thank God others as well. So. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Everything's, uh, for me, you know, you know, the fear of death is gone. And uh, that's that's a big one, fear of death. If you don't yeah. fear death, you know, everything's possible in your life. So, yeah, so if I die, so what? You know? Yeah. I think that that might be one of the most hardest pills to swallow when it comes to that shit is actually when you start facing your own mortality or, th- or comp- oh, yeah. trying to even comprehend what it is after you've had an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, you just want to live your life, but you know, you're not afraid of dying or of, of living. So you mm-hmm. can, you can have a really, uh, fruitful life, you know, achieve things because you, you've take, you've depolarized, you know, you do not have, uh, you know, you can walk the, the middle path, you know, mm. or the, the set, uh, what, what's it called? The, uh, the middle column. Middle yes, uh, and, middle pillar. Uh, the middle pillar. That's the one. <laughs> and I tell and, you what, man. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I'm done. My bad. But I was just, I was just going to piggyback off what you said, Robert. You know that that whole thing of you know not not fearing death. You know that it that's powerful, man. It's it's a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. a lot of liberation in that, right? I used to think, wow, you know, shit. I I was I was dead before you know, figuratively speaking, but, you know, since I started doing gateway and came into, uh, this knowledge now I'm alive, you know, but I, I, I tend to think it, it's maybe the opposite of that to where, um, not necessarily alive before, but I, I had a, I had a death and now it's this, this rebirth, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Which born is, again. Yeah, exactly. And that, <laughs> that man, I tell you, we we know that fear is a mofo, man. That that's oh, something yeah. else, man. You know, and sometimes I think that's what actually snaps you back and brings you back is that that fear of the, of like not coming back or the fear of actually really fucking dying. That could still be lingering back there, and that somehow snaps you back. Mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot I, about fear, sometimes. man. Uh, twenty twenty August of twenty twenty, I went skydiving. I think I mentioned it a bit earlier, right? Um, and if you, man, I don't even know. I, it was just something that that was just meant to be, man. Yeah. You know, because in no way in hell I was going up in a plane, fifteen, twenty thousand feet and jumping, man. It just wasn't in my. That's why, my, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that week leading up to my jump was one of the most challenging weeks of my life. But um, it, again, something that was meant to be, and uh, another piece of of my journey that has 
um, that helped this helped me tremendously because that time or that week, uh, and especially that moment before I, I jumped off that plane, I, I really learned how to control fear. Hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was damn near at peace, man. Right. You know, right before the jump, man, you know, it was crazy, but I, I learned that fear is a bully. Right. Yeah. And fear actually fears fear actually fears not being able to make you fear anymore. That's its biggest fear. So when you get to the point where you no longer fear fear, that's when you're in control, hmm. you know, and, and, and going back to my ayahuasca experience as well, that was probably the damnest toughest thing I've ever did. Wow. Three nights sitting with ayahuasca, um, in the desert. Uh, this was like last April and the things I saw, the things I experienced, man, I tell you, I had to, uh, really stay focused in order to, uh, to make it through that and, and just kind of um, control that fear, if you will, just uh, liken it to, uh, you know, being in the eye of the storm, right. but, but having that peace, you know, as long as I stayed focused, but then when I would lose focus, which I did many times, then I would, that fear would, would kind of set in. So man, that just, man, that, that fear and just you, Robert, you said it, man, that's doing that, man. It's a, it's great. Not, not fearing death. So. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of ayahuasca, I'm about to go into, uh, ceremony next month. Oh so, man, is it first, first time? First yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. First oh, time. brother, so how are you going to do it? Uh, <laughs> like one day, two, three, or or what? One day, one day, one day. Okay, okay, man, you are in for a uh, man, an experience, man. Yeah, I'm that is awesome. Myself. That is awesome. <laughs> and um, I, I guess one of the questions that I kind of had for you guys because when it comes to this stuff, right, when it comes to, to, to gateway magic meditation, um, but I, I would say more specifically gateway, because it does seem to really accelerate your process and open up a lot of things that are, um, otherwise kept dormant. Um, you know, New York Patriot and I, we always talk about how magic is, like electricity, it can be used for good and it can be used for bad things. Um, and I, I, in no way I'm trying to shed any negative light on gateway. Um, but of course I'm curious because we see what the CIA and the U S government did with this information, this knowledge of what hemisync does, what these vibrations and tones do to affect the brain my question for you is, do you think that there could be a way that this technique could be used similar to electricity? It can be used to light a light bulb, but it also could be used to shock someone. Do you see um, maybe the potential for their, for this to be used in like a nefarious way um, or in a way that would be different than its intended meaning? I guess. Yes. I mean, you could, you could, it's, it's just a tool, you know, you can use it for good or ill. And what I read on, uh, on the FOIA document from the CIA is that they were trying to, to understand what was going on and see how they could, uh, use it for espionage and defense. You know, they were talking yeah. about building a, a, a holographic wall to protect, uh, certain areas and i've heard from in other uh, conversations that people who try to um 
astral project or uh, or remote view certain areas, they find themselves uh, with a barrier. They cannot go in. So I guess they have been using it from what I hear. So, yeah, it can be used for nefarious uh, purposes like any anything else. And I, I, I agree 100%, man. Um, as you said, Robert, I agree, man. It's, it's a tool. And um, one thing that I'm really big on doing, as I mentioned earlier, is setting my intention before I go in. So if you set your intention to doing something positive and, and getting a, a positive benefit from it, then then more than likely that would be your outcome. But if you set an intention to uh, do something dark, uh, then yeah, that, that will be your outcome, you know? So, um, because, you know, once you, once you get into the spiritual world, man, in, in those different dimensions, as I said, it's, you come across any and everything you come across light beings and dark beings, you know, um, you, you yeah. can work with those of the light, you can work with those of the dark, just, uh, we, we have that free will. So, yeah, it, it seems to be there. There's, it's a whole ecosystem of, of creatures out there. Yes. You know, some predators, some symbiotic and they, then you have just parasites out there, you know, yeah. it depends who you want to, you know, it's like the parasite, the, the predators feed off fear and uh, all the, the, the nasty feelings and energies while you have uh, the symbiotic would be the angels, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. which uh, they, uh, they feed from our nice intentions, our love and mm-hmm. everything uh, nice and then you have the predator, the parasite. They'll just opportunistically eat our energy or something like that, our life energy. Just feed. Yeah. I think that's what kind of what was frustrating to us when we covered Gateway um, was just the fact that okay, the U.S. government they researched this technique for over a decade. They threw tons of money at it tons of effort and you would think at the end of this whole thing that they would say holy shit we have just found something that we can now test and prove will really work to expand the mind and instead of disseminating this information to people for the use of good (laughs) and just saying hey guys you check this out here's what we just found out about this this technique and and hemi sinking your brain this is really going to accelerate our, you know, intelligence. Instead, they hide it behind closed doors and use it for espionage instead of good purposes, as which most of the time these government, you know, projects and programs yeah. do. Nuclear um, energy. Right. It, it's frustrating because hearing your experience with this, both of you guys, hearing your experience with this, can you imagine if everyone were to be able to tap into that same type of experience that you've had, it could make a drastic impact on culture and society. And it's just, it's bizarre and strange to me to see the, um, the priorities of these agencies where they're keeping it in the dark instead of bringing it out into the light. Well said, man. Well said. And, you know, that's what they do. That's what they've been doing for forever. You know, um, and then you gotta, then, then I start questioning things. Well, why, you know, um, and I, I know we, we all know that there, these officials, these 
people that are, are on their side, they've had, uh, you know, similar experiences like us. And, you know, you, you wonder, well, what else are they doing? If they were, you know, attempting to spy on the Russians and, and the Chinese, uh, you know, back in the, the uh, early 80s, what the hell are they doing now? You know, um, how far advanced have they gotten with it? You know, um, I, I don't know how true this is, but I heard someone say that the CIA, they are actually trying to map the spiritual world, if that's even possible. You know, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard so, something about that. You I, did I too, yeah. Actually. I, I don't even know how the hell you do that, man. And, and why <laughs> would you be doing it for what purpose? You know? Right. It's just, it's such a bastardization of the, the technique, you know, it's like, why would you use that for something so far away from what could help people? So it's, it's just bizarre to me to see that that's what their priority is, is, you know, keeping it hidden, trying to map the spiritual realm. (laughs) Meanwhile, we can't figure out, you know, a lot of stuff down here on our realm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's that's power hungry people. Just go to the dark side. Yeah. So, what would what would you guys say, kind of in closing? What would be for listeners, um, maybe your advice, or maybe your kind of, um, yeah, like I, I guess your opinion on on how people could proceed with gateway. Like, it, it, would you say in your experience, it's a good thing? Definitely should try it out. Here's some precautions or whatever sort of uh some advice for the listeners it works i mean it just depends on your intention you're going to do something good or bad with it uh it's it's a technique it's a technology and it can be used for uh uh, whatever you want for good or ill and it really it's up to you if you want to uh, expand your life into the light or go into the dark side you know it's it's a technique it's a technology it, it works. And, uh, you know, some people might find it very scary because it, everything happens so fast. Right. But, um, yeah, I would recommend it, but be cautious, you know, take your time. Don't do the whole thing in one sitting. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I recommend it. I, I agree. I definitely recommend it. And, you know, to, to people just know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, you know, as it, it, an old wise man says, sip slow, brother, sip slow, you know, um, because, because uh, it is uh, some things out there that uh, you, you can experience and not oh, everyone's yeah. ready for that, you know. Uh, so in, instead of, you know, um, it being a positive benefit in your life, uh, you know, if you if you're not ready to experience certain things, or you if you're not that like an open-minded person, if you don't kind of think if your your thinking doesn't align with anything's possible, um, it may not be for you. And I, I can't say it's for everybody, but um, you know, it, it, for people that want truth and, and people that could possibly benefit from it in in regards to uh, a healing journey, um, like I have, um, I say I say go for it. But again, sip slow. And, um, you know, just, just be ready for the unexpected and be ready to have some life changing experiences. But uh, as Robert said, uh, set your intention. Um, I highly recommend that you have a grounding technique as well. Something you do to, to, to stay grounded. That's very important. And, uh, 
stay, stay, stay in the light, you know, stay in the light. Don't, don't, don't go to that dark side, you know, because if you do, then you're aligning yourself with, uh, you know, as we just mentioned, as Lux just mentioned, the government, you know, that what they're doing, they're, they're not using it in a positive way. And, uh, you know, I, I truly believe nothing, nothing good comes from that, you know, so, um, I, I, I highly recommend it for those that, uh, that are ready for the experience. Very nice. Very well said. You know, one thing I will add, and it's not that I'm, uh, I, you know, not that I'm promoting it either, but I, I did notice from my experience with the tapes that I did do, uh, they don't talk about any uh, gods or deities or anything either. It's just really just uh, it's music mm-hmm. and being told to relax and just visualize certain things. Um, so I, well, I, I can at least say in, in that aspect, I, I do think that's a plus that it's not dragging yeah. any type of God or religion or you know idea into it. One particular, one particular thing that if you read the, the Monroe books, uh, he talks at the end that there is like an afterlife for every different uh, faith. You know, that there's a place for the Mormons. There's a place for the, uh, for the Christians, there's a place for the Muslims and and for mm-hmm. the other enemies. Yeah, and it's it's in one of his books, I'm sure, and one of the uh, latter books. So yeah, it, it, it's it's agnostic with respects to what faith you practice, or if at all. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. Definitely makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Same here, definitely. Yes. That was, uh, I think, thank you both very much for coming on. I thought that was a really interesting fucking episode. Yeah, it was some pretty uh, pretty wild stuff. Um, Yeah, uh, thank you again, guys. Uh, Robert, um, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, I think it's awesome that we were able to even have a listener on as well with us to, like, tell us their experience. Um, Thank you for listening, and thank you for having the courage to come on. And uh, Justin... Thank you, man. That was some uh, some great stuff you said, and I I do think I want I do want to stress actually from my own experience with magic. You mentioned something that I think is uh, very fucking important. Um, I think a lot of people like kind of maybe misunderstand uh, reasons of grounding. Um, I think if you're going to have a real magical experience, if you want to assimilate back into this reality. You better fucking understand how to ground well. That's right. Oh yeah. You know, or you, in my opinion, I think you'll be half in and half out, and that's when you start to get a little loopy. <laughs> and yeah. So you yeah. need to fucking ground and start to realize, okay, this is you know where I am for now again. So uh, I, I just I think that was good that you mentioned that. Um, thank you. I think that's a very important thing to understand when fucking with this shit. You better better know how to ground. And you better be, right. you better be balanced in the fucking head. There you go. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, man. And I, uh, New York and, and Lux, I want to thank you both for um, having us on. Uh, I think this was a great chat, and uh, I believe it will will definitely uh, you know help help a lot of people and uh, very informative. And you guys just keep rocking out, man. You, you guys do a thank phenomenal you. job. You guys are fucking great at what you do, man. You have thank you. Great thing. Great thank thing you. going on here, man. So. Definitely lots of uh, lots of positive vibes to you guys, man. Thank you. I Thank you. Definitely Thank appreciate you. that. Great, for great, real. great stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, any um, ending ending words for Robert or Justin? Well, I would just say uh, 
you know, like I said before, you know, everyone, if you, if you decide to do it, just make sure you're ready. And, uh, outside of that, um, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of crazy shit going on in this world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, try not to get caught up in this illusion, all yeah. the BS, you know, uh, if, if you don't already, you know, have some type of, or some sense of discernment, because remember nothing is as it seems and don't get caught up in this, this game that's going on out here and, uh, stay, stay strong, stand in your truth. And that way you will uh, find your freedom and, and liberation and all this other shit won't even matter to you, man. So I couldn't have said that shit. Ditto, ditto. Uh, thank you very much. Both of you guys for real. Um, Justin, you want to uh, plug your show again real quick before we uh, yeah, close this? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Hidden Gateway podcast, drop new episodes every Thursday. Um, you know, been doing it for, for a bit now, I think 14 months it's, it's been good. Uh, if you want to, you know, um, reach out to me, support at the hidden gateway.com. Again, I'm on YouTube, all the podcast streaming platforms, rumble as well, bit shoot. And, uh, actually just, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a newly published author as well. Uh, published nice. my, my, my memoir back in November, a few, few months back. It's called in the eye of the father, a memoir of faith and redemption. Uh, very interesting. I, I go obviously from my, my childhood uh, to to the present day. A lot of interesting stuff in there. I talk all about my ayahuasca experience. I talk about the podcast. I talk about the the gifts in in regards to uh, clairvoyance and, and speaking with those that have passed over. And some some great little little gems and nuggets in there. It's something that I uh, hopefully uh, I believe is a template that will that will help people. You know. So very nice. check it out. It's impressive. Very good. Uh, I will have links to his show in the bottom uh, as well with the show notes. Um, definitely check out, again, just promoting our tour and more. We do have like a new, you know, YouTube. Well, it's really not that new anymore by the time you've heard this. But in case you haven't subscribed, definitely check it out. It has all three of our shows on there. Uh, our Discord, the, the link for that will also be in there. Very active. I definitely suggest to check it out if you have a Discord. And uh, my show and Lux's other show will also be in the show notes. There's a whole lot of crap in the show notes, so go check that out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thank you guys again so much for coming on. Uh, Justin, I'm sure we'll probably definitely talk to you. Uh, I'm sure we'll be doing more shows as well because there's a lot of sweet. other things we could definitely ha talk to you about as well. You know, you have your sweet, own show sweet. and you cover your own topics. So. Uh, yeah, I'm sure this isn't the first time we'll be talking. Uh, and Robert, again, That's thank right, you so man. much for coming on. Thank you so much. And, You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later. <laughs>